Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast, and today we are talking about The Pale Blue Eye, which is on Netflix, and it was in theaters at some point for like a hot moment, crime-driven period piece. It's directed by Scott Cooper, the writers are Scott Cooper and Louis Bayard, and it stars Christian Bale, Harry Melling. The synopsis is a world-weary detective. Is hired to investigate a murder at West Point of a West Point cadet. Stomied by the cadet's code of silence, he enlists one of his own to help. In this case, a young man who would known to be Edgar Allan Poe. I believe this is based off of a book. So, Louis Bayard's book, maybe by the same name. More kind of like fantastical fiction because, again, it involves Edgar Allan Poe. So, there's some references to him. In this, but the movie starts off with people at West Point finding a death. So again, this is maybe in the 1800s, late 1800s, turn of the century. They go to find Christian Bale, who I guess at some point used to be an investigator, but he's more now just a drunkard. And it turns out that he goes to investigate this. One of the people that he encounters during his investigation is Edgar Allan Poe, who then tries to latch on to the investigation. So he's giving Christian Bale's character some tips like, hey, I heard this, I saw this. That kind of leads into different stories or trying to investigate some of the different characters in the movie. What this ultimately involves, other than a murder, cult-like references because Toby Jones plays a medical examiner. He's helping investigate the body. So one of the bodies is hung. Between the body being transferred to the medical examiner, the heart is missing. What happened? The person was just hung. He wasn't mutilated or the heart taken out. So it's trying to investigate what's going on with that. Again, eventually it involves cult-like reference. Involves Toby Jones. So basically, it's like his family needs something. They're basically trying to sacrifice Edgar Allan Poe, who falls in love with Toby Jones' daughter. That's kind of where it got a little silly. Because, again, it's investigating these murders that the murders actually have something to do more with Christian Bale than it does some random killer on the grounds of West Point. So basically, Christian Bale killed the people, hung them, and in the process of hanging them, he killed them particularly because they had raped his daughter, and his daughter committed suicide. She commits suicide by falling off a cliff. Then he decides to take revenge. The person is hung by Christian Bale, and then you spend however long this movie is. I think it's almost close to maybe like two hours investigating something ultimately let down by the ending because guess what? It was Christian Bale all along. Yeah, this is trash. It's not a good movie. But it was a good performance by Jillian Anderson. Always does do good performances. But other than that, this wasn't a very good movie. There's a reason why stuff like this goes to Netflix. 
Netflix is where you put trash at. And I'm going to give this ultimately like maybe like a three. And I was hoping that it would be like from hell. So I talked to James early on. heard about this movie. But guess what? At the very end of the movie, Edgar Allan Poe goes to Christian Bale's character. He's like, hey, thank you for saving me. But one thing keeps sticking with me is there's like a piece of handwriting remotely similar and it had to be you. So he then goes into this whole diatribe about how his daughter was raped. He basically went after the rapist that wound up eventually dead on West Point. So it's more than one murder, but he was doing it. And then it just so happens that some of this stuff relates to this cult. So just the way I described it, then Christian Bale, in the same manner that his daughter committed suicide, which was like falling off a cliff, he does the same thing. Because now he is free of his guilt of letting his daughter die. It caught me with the period piece atmosphere. I'm like, yeah, I like this. And then it was just like too long. You get the... Oh, it's convoluted. Yeah, then, the then you get like the first, what you assume to be ending. Toby Jones' family dies in a horrible fire. They are basically trying to sacrifice Edgar Allan Poe. Christian Bale comes in to save the day, burns the house down. And then the movie goes back like, hey, look, it was a medical examiner. He was doing all this freaky stuff. Thank you, Christian Bale. Movie ends. Guess not. There's still another 10 minutes left of Edgar Allan Poe then questioning Christian Bale about certain aspects of the case and how he knew certain things. That didn't add up. Yeah. I'm going to give this a three. I was on board. I liked it. This whole thing is dumb. Well, hey, it went straight to Netflix, right? Yeah. Netflix is where you dump trash. If someone, Not all the time, but majority. Yeah. Not all the time. But the reason why movies like this come out in January, because this is where you dump bad movies. Then, yep. if it I came out the in the movie... With the bye-bye, man. Yeah, if it came out... In the movie theater, this is where it would come out in the movie theater. Like, this is not going to win any awards. This is not going to win awards for acting, whatever have you. The director had worked with Christian Bale before. He had done a movie called Hostiles, which was actually pretty good. And he had also done Out of the Furnace, which was like a... When did that movie come out? Maybe like early 2010s? It was like Christian Bale trying to save his brother from drug dealers. I think I remember that. I don't think I saw it, but I remember it. It was okay. It's okay. And then also the director <laughs> has a credit for being in Mass Effect as a voice actor. So that's random. Yeah, it also directed Antlers, which was okay. And also Black Mass that had Johnny Depp in it. So the problem I'm having is if you did not say anything, because I actually added that shit to my queue. Oh, don't don't watch. I'm about to remove that shit immediately. <laughs> Say why it's like the last 20 minutes of it and then mm-hmm. everything else, the whole two hours is just like, oh, I sat through this. It's like some Scooby Doo ending, basically. Right. <laughs> so John's like, I would have gotten away with this if it wasn't for you and your crazy mutt. Like <laughs> Right. But the reason why I was intrigued by it, because I like period piece horror movies. Sometimes they're done very well. Sometimes they're done very poorly. This wasn't considered a horror. This is most like a thriller, something like that. Yeah. Which I'm cool with, but I was comparing it to just by visuals alone from what I saw was From Hell. And From Hell was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Hughes Brothers did that. 
movie. Yeah, and that shit was fucking good. So I'm like, oh shit, they did something like that. All right, let me check it out. But as of from what you said, yeah, that shit's gonna be <laughs> removed from Q. I ain't gonna waste my time. Nevertheless, these game podcasts. <laughs> Damn, man, that sucks. Yeah, bad. It wasn't Keep talking about that shit too. Uh, no, it was probably me. Definitely. I could have sworn he was talking about it too. 